Hi guys, welcome back to Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony speaking. I'm joined tonight with the usual suspects, Jaime and Vance, but also with us, a very special guest, Baron from Level 1 Gaming. Baron, welcome back. It's been a year. It's great to see you again. Woo! I know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Air horns and everything. And there we go. Stop oh, there the we go. What is going on, man? I'm just so glad to be back. Um, I probably should have been back a long time ago, but I'm gonna go ahead and take blame because I just fell off the face of the digital earth. But I am here and RPGs are everywhere, so we're winning. Yes, man, it has been a great year. 2023, we, Jaime and, uh, and Vance and I, we've been talking. This has got to be one of the greatest years of uh, for video games. I mean, it's just one after the other after the other of just great releases. Uh, and they just seem to kind of like keep building and building and in their impact. But uh, tonight we're focusing on Baldur's Gate 3, which came out, what, two weeks ago? Uh, on yeah. August, early August. So... We are console players, uh, PS5 primarily, but we all, I mean, me and Vance have Xboxes too, but uh, tell us what to expect with Baldur's Gate. Like, we are just totally noobs with this game. We've never, I've never played a Baldur's Gate game. Have you played Divinity? Uh, Nope. Pillars of Eternity? Nope. I have not. Deadfire? Nothing. Any CRPGs, old school Fallout, Fallout Tactics, anything like that? XCOM? Yes, XCOM. There we go. Okay. I was digging deep. I was digking deep. I was like, I'm I'm looking for a reference point. I was like, okay, okay. Did you play play XCOM 2? Yes. Okay. So, in terms of combat, it's it's it'll have it'll XCOM two. You'll immediately reference that. Of course, there is a lot more to it than like four attacks and like a retreat button. There is the ability to dip your weapon in chemicals. There and like so, like let's say you see oil or something, you could dip your weapon in it. Uh, you could grab a barrel. Okay, prime example. I I took over a goblin camp. This is like spoilers. I'll try to be as non-specific as possible. But I, I took over a camp by traveling from a northern part of the camp to get to higher ground and set up shop with my weaker characters and kind of forced all the enemies to come to me. And I was able to take my wizard and cast the spell called Blade of Clouds and put it over the area in which the goblins would come. So the goblins, as soon as they pop up, they'd get hit and almost die. And then they would jump out. Then they'd go through the meat grinder that is my, my crew. And, and then I was able to take on this troll thing by being in the higher ground and it could not get to us. So we just slowly picked it off. And then there's been moments where I disarmed somebody and then I thought I was going to get an easy kill or no, I I heard, I seen this on Twitter. Somebody disarmed him and he, he thought he was going to get it and he freaking grabbed a crate and chucked it at him and killed him. Great. I've been knocked off ledges during major fights. Like I didn't even know it was a let it. So you're, you're saying it's fun that we can approach this game. In any way we can imagine. Yes. Yes. So you, th- is this, we're like ultimate flexibility. Like we're not pigeonholed into what the designers think. Uh, here's the three best options. This is the only three options you have. Like basically every other game out there that uh, I am to I give you options. I've seen a video of somebody getting into a area that was blocked off by stacking boxes as tall as the building. And then shooting an arrow of teleportation, which like it, I don't think that's what it's called, but that's basically what it does. You shoot the arrow and wherever it lands is where your character teleports. And they like teleported to where they needed to sneak into. Um, I've, I've taken the spell increased jump or enhanced jump. 
and given all my people the ability. And then we jumped on top of this building to set a trap for these enemies who were coming past us. Um, I had somebody turn me into a, a, a gaseous state so that I can go through this small hole in order to go into this room to get all the loot without breaking down a door and alerting everyone. And then I was able to sneak out. Um, I took out the alarm system. I took out the alarm systems around a base and then took out the, they have these little orbs you'll randomly see that are another form of alarm, took that out. And then as the guy was talking to one of my party members, I took my strength-based party member and walked up behind him and pushed him off a ledge when nobody could see us. Um, you, you like, you could. I'm not even create. I'm not even close to being as creative as some people are being. And you can, you could just do it if you could think it and you have the items. And this is probably the one RPG where I freely use items, even though I still hoard them. Mm-hmm. I still hoard them. I'm one of those people who finishes <laughs> Skyrim with like a million and a half greater healing potions because I just you never know. Yeah, right. Um, you never know when you might you'll need a million. You never know. But yes, <laughs> serious seriously, I I can't talk enough about this game. But I will say this: there is a heavy, 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 heavy undertone of a dating sim. Um, it, it's no, I I have to be honest. So just be ready for that. Um, it it kind of works its way into every conversation with your party so, members. Well, this is this is actually a big deal because remember in Cyberpunk when it came out, you had one, maybe two possible relationships you could have. Yes. And that was I mean, they were that game was getting a lot of criticism, and that was definitely one of them. Like, this is it? Like people are looking for that. That if that's not part of your RPG experience, um, you're, you're, you're letting a large portion of your audience down. Um, and it, truthfully, like when I played a uh, fallout, uh, four, mm, okay. Uh, uh, and the, the companions with all their backstories and stuff like that. And there was, there was always, you know, the companion that you were, mo- that, that you were more uh, aligned with basically. You yes. just like having them. Right. Yes. So I'm assuming this works kind of the same way. Like, oh you know, yeah, my my party yeah. is set. Um, I am a I am in love with Carlac. Um, she is a fire tiefling who you'll you'll meet in the game. And cool thing is, you don't have to let her join your party. There's so many other things that can happen uh, without, of course, spoiling anything. But uh, yeah. Uh, anything for carlac uh i'll I'll destroy the world for this character but there is a possibility like if you wanted to like go back to the save point before you meet this character and yes and then you make them your enemy right yes you do that right yes um and funny enough if i'm not mistaken you can do that with every character and then you can even start a game and play as one of the already created characters like you don't have to create a character if you want to go in and jump into their storylines um like there's gale shadowheart uh Lazelle. um i'm trying to think of the ones that they've already shown on screen uh asterian um so these are like origin names. characters right they, they, yes they pre-existing yes. characters that are in the game yes and there you you will come across all of them if you kind of just steadily play the game did you when you first started playing did you uh, play one of those characters or did you make your own character no i oh no i made my own character i went all the way with the character creator how long Um, did it take you to make your character i think it's up online i i (laughs) bear i think i spent five hours and i barely made it (laughs) oh my god okay no 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 let me let me just paint let me paint a picture for you guys 64 hours and I barely and that was to barely complete act one. How many acts are there? Three hours. I think there's three or four acts. I don't know exactly how many they are. But if each one can be played to that level, 
uh, I, I'll say this. And then this is actually something that a lot of, I don't know if other people have been doing. I know people have been playing it on like the Steam Deck and whatnot. I've been playing it on the Logitech G Cloud. And the Logitech G Cloud is built after uh, Xbox like Series X controller. Um, so what's pretty trippy is even though the game isn't going to be out on Xbox for a while, like I think they said sometime next year, to be able to see the button mapping and how it's going to be in or how it automatically ports over to uh, console controllers. Uh, my only complaint, and maybe it's just because I don't know what I'm doing, but there's no quick way to um, make everybody go into sneak mode. I haven't figured it out yet, and maybe it's something as simple as like Googling it, and I could have did it already, but I have to go through each character and make them sneak. Like that's the only way mm. I can make it work. And that's and I'm I'm wondering if there's that's something they're gonna add in. But when you're playing with mouse and keyboard, there's a button. It's like one little button, you click it, and everybody in your party automatically ducks down into hiding. But on on the control when you're playing with the controller, I don't see that option at all anywhere. And maybe I need to just go look for it. But that's I guess it's safe to say that's my like one complaint. <laughs> just one. Just yeah, one. Now the one. game's a failure. No, Sorry. look, it's failure. I'm sh- I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I think you guys will have a lot of fun on controller. Like mm-hmm. it, they did a really good job. Um, I wish they set it up to where you could. Um, I've seen mods for it, but I, I, I usually don't mess with mods. I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to PC gaming. But um, I, I've seen people where they have the camera almost like directly behind the characters, so you can kind of get more of a not first person, but a third person over the shoulder view of the world. Because for the most part, you are in the god's eye, you know, view. Um, but it, it, it is, oh, there's so much to do now. There's you so played spells. You played Diablo, uh, Diablo four, right? Yes. Okay. Boo. Yeah, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> so this is Diablo is more of like an action game, right? Yes. Uh, in comparison. Um, uh, yes. So Vance, uh, he, he recently, when Diablo came out, he was heavily involved. This is his first uh, type of game uh, as far as Diablo was concerned. So that was opening up a new uh, avenue okay. for him. Uh, Vance, okay. would you tell us uh, this, this, uh, this, this idea of going into the Baldur's Gate, what you've heard so far, what, uh, what do you think? You know, is it, is, is it, is it peaking your interest? Vance? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, it definitely is peaking the interest, but uh, just like, you know, Baron said, I mean, like, you know, I'm the type of person that plays Diablo 4, and I still got, like, you know, 28 skill points to put towards something. I'm just like, I don't want to mess it up, and uh, this is definitely a game I'm going to have to uh, heavy, uh, heavy on the YouTube, heavy on the leaning on my peers, you know, for information, because, um, yeah, yeah, I... I uh, I'm gonna be lost. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna I'll be lost. Like everything is going over the head. You know, I'm trying to catch it. Trying to catch it. You, I, I will say this, and I'll try not to rant too much because I know I talk a lot, and I apologize, guys. Um, be patient with yourself. Hit F5. Well, you're gonna be playing on console, so whatever the quick save button is, um, which I think it's gonna be like start and then uh, triangle or something like that. Quick save a lot because the dice are not always in your favor. You're going to have things happen on accident that you did not want to happen. You're going to have one of your party members step into an area you were trying to avoid. Um, You're going to say the wrong thing and piss off a whole village of people and then have to try to fight your way out. You're like, there's just so much that's going to happen. But the reason I say be patient because the combat can be difficult. It, when they say strategy, they mean it. Like you, you are constantly outnumbered. You are oftentimes found to be kind of underpowered, and you got to utilize everything in your arsenal to get through it. Now, this is something I'm very interested in. How this is going to play out with our group? Because I think we're playing the the, the uh, planet co op, 
right, Jaime? Yeah, we trying this co-op? Yeah. Right? So we're not going to necessarily have complete control of things, right? It's like we could have, uh, you know, somebody decide at the last second, you know what? I'm not going to use that spell. I'm going to use this spell that's going to backfire. <laughs> God. I was so an addict from the Iron Lords jumped in while I was playing. Uh, while I was playing, and we I created an extra save file. So, oh, pro tip because you guys are all, are you guys going to be playing with each other? Like, yeah. are you guys going to be running together? Yes, okay. we, we hope so. Okay, you guys, when you when you party up, your character is permanent. You cannot remove them from your party. So, like, so, like, let's say whoever is the main host, whoever it is, let's say it's Tony. Your game will forever be locked with everybody else's creative player, created players. So I don't know if you want to make sure to have a save put to the side or if you want to make duplicate characters, but just keep that in mind that you will have to have, like, even when they're not online, you'll be utilizing their characters. So hopefully everybody creates somebody who's useful. That's a great pro <laughs> tip. Great pro that, tip. Got to write that down. to be seen. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah my, I can my, see my, it's this is going to be quite the the experience with us since none of us have ever played it anything like it. Yeah. Well, I have a really good friend who's been telling me, "Hey, um, I'm going to create a bard." And I have been like to myself thinking, "How's a bard going to be helpful, right? Now, now I might not want to play with him." <laughs> <laughs> They're useful. They got their own sets of magics and buffs and Man, did you not see the movie with Chris Pine? You would know that the bard was the most important character. Hey, Vox Machina. (laughs) Like, if you watch that show, the bard. Yes, Scanlan. Yeah, the bard is like, he's he's dope. Yeah, he plans. Charisma. (laughs) Chatting. I'm a planner. I plan. (laughs) (laughs) Right, great movie, by the way. Yeah. Oh, was it that Baldur's uh, Gate? Yeah. No, that was Dungeons and Dragons. That was Dungeons and Dragons. Which, yes, that was Dungeons. Have you guys like (laughs) played D and D at all? No, I have not. not. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm gonna tell you. I thought you did. No. No, my daughter. She played, but I've, I've, I've never played. It is so much fun, and it really is based on like who you're playing with. Like, I've been blessed to have solid DMs every time I've played, and it is so much fun. It really is just, like, theater of the mind and having a good time and praying that the dice are, like, going in your favor and, and fighting owlbears that are sick, and they dis- and then you critically fail, and then all of a sudden you fall on the ground swinging your axe, and then they somehow step on you, and you die, and it's just... A lot of fun stuff happens, but all these things can happen in Baldur's Gate at three as well. So yeah, <laughs> well, I m- must play. I'm I'm hyped. I mean, you didn't have to convince me much to to already be pre hyped. I mean, you know, we we have this like running gag. Like, have you pre ordered a game already? You know, Oof. tell me if are gonna get this right because there's like inevitably somebody who's always saying like, man, I've pre ordered the game. Have you pre ordered yours? And we're like, yeah, 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 got it, man. And then all of a sudden, like, the game's released. And like, where's your copy? Oh, I don't got it, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so show hands. Who's pre-ordered the game already? (laughs) (laughs) Got one. I'm not (laughs) pre-ordered, but I am getting it. All right. So I'm going to be the guy who's going to be left stranded by himself playing this time. I mean, it it is... It is. We had just talk, uh, had an episode a few weeks ago where we were talking about we were not buying any more digital only games. We're just buying games just on disc. And on then disc. literally, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, the only disc you can get is the collector's edition, two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Was that confirmed? Because I can't find it. I, I just went to a thrift store, a secondhand store, and they had. Oblivion Collector's Edition, um, Gears of War 2 Collector's Edition, and the Halo 3 Steelbook Collector's Edition. Um, so I'm all about physical. I got the Final Fantasy 16 Physical Deluxe Edition. I try to get as much physical as I can. Exactly. Thank, nice. thank you for that. Yeah, because I made a oh, mistake yeah. to get my son the uh, 
the digital only PlayStation uh, Five, and I'm like, that was trash. That was that was weak. <laughs> you miss out on all the sales, right? You miss Absolutely. out on all the sales. Wait, wait, who's been saying this for like the last year about the physical being just cheaper? This guy, toot your horn, toot your horn. Thank you. Exactly. It's funny though because he had the Xbox, right? So, you know, I'm like, mind you, he had a black Xbox Series X, which is the disc. But everything he played was digital. Rocket League, Knockout City, you know, Fortnite, all digital games. I was like, okay, so, you know, makes sense. Give him digital PlayStation. Nope, 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 nope. He wanted to play an old Call of Duty game. The digital is like it came out day one. Yep. And I'm like, GameStop got to use for like $17. And you want me to pay 60 Oh, I said, I said, man, look here, you just lost that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on the digital sale, but that's, that's, you just lost that. Yeah, if you don't if you don't get uh catch like what do they call the state of plays or you don't catch any of those just seasonal sales or even like always keep a tab open for uh is it is there any deals? There was a, another site I used to go to where I've bought digital games like I bought Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. I bought it for something for the third or fourth time cuz I already owned it on Switch. I think I bought it digitally for my Series X. And I ended up getting it was it's it's like 30 bucks, I think, like 20 to 30 bucks digitally. But on this website, somebody had an extra code and I bought it for like 10, 15 bucks. Mm, but yeah, nice, nice. physical, man. Sale, sale, sale. I mean, that, that's we were totally in agreement. Yes. So, Barrett, this uh, this game of the year for you. What do you think? <sighs> OK, can we, can we can we be honest? <laughs> Can we be honest? Oh, yeah. This has to be one of the wildest game of the year conversations because this year has been so packed with games. People forget that Hogwarts Legacy came out earlier this year. People forget you had games like Hi-Fi Rush, which, in my opinion, was an amazing game. Great story. Epic music. Even the um, the streamer version of the music was amazing. I actually have one of the songs on my repeat playlist. I don't. I think this game should definitely be nominated. It'll win Game of the Year for like PC Gamer awards and stuff like that. But in terms of the the TV like big yeah, prominent the, the, ones the, that everybody the, talks the, about, the main one, the one with the main gun. one. Yeah, no, it won't. It'll be nominated. It better be. And you know what's sad? It's only going to be nominated because within the same year of its release, it's going to be on console. Because if it was PC only, it wouldn't be nominated. Think mm. about like if oh, harsh reality. I got a question though. I got a question though because I've I've been reading some of your stuff, Baron. Mm-hmm. And now you kind of considered you've actually made a, a good article about how this game is too niche to be. Game it's so of the scary year. when people say they read my stuff, but keep going. Hey, I I, I, I appreciate I it. But it scares me. <laughs> no, so I'm just saying, like, you know, kind of elaborate a little bit more on that. It's too niche. Yeah. So um, shout out to Ronnie, uh, 8-Bit Close Fist over on Twitter. He asked a question. He was like, so are we going to say that uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is too niche to win game of the year? And my my argument back was, yes. But thanks to it releasing on console, no. Because even though, funny enough, PC gamers are, it's the largest group of gamers out of all gamers, outside of mobile gamers. Cell phone gamers are the absolute largest group of gaming demographic. That's why that whole ABK deal was such, the mobile part was such a big deal. But if you compare console to PC, PC gamers are the largest group, like, mm-hmm. period. But when it comes to the public space and what you see on TV at like ads and whatnot, everything is leaning. Now it's starting to go PC, but it's still mainly console. When people think gaming, most people like outside of Twitter and outside of Twitch think consoles. You don't see a bunch of kids running around the PC section at Best Buy. Like th- th- that's sure. that's how yeah. that's how you got to think about it, right? When we get to that point, I, I want to see that world. I hope I live to where ki- you see kids running around like, oh, look at this motherboard. Like like that. <laughs> that's going to be like, right? I hope we get to that point. But back to the point. So 
as amazing as Baldur's Gate 3 is, as much as they spent on the marketing, I still believe that they didn't properly sell what the game was to the general market. I think a lot of people on P on console on PS5 and well, ma- mainly PS5. Cause of course that's the group who's going to get it first console wise. Mm-hmm. I believe they are not properly prepared for what they're getting ready to experience because so, the game is not an action game. It is well, not. And, and, and they and don't what, sell what, that. What right. you were actually posting that, most of the games since like 2014, I mean, not everyone, but most mm-hmm. of the games have been uh, action adventure, action yes. role playing. Yes. So, so is that kind of what you're saying? Because it doesn't yes. fit into this. It doesn't. It doesn't fit the mold. Like uh, Psychoro was the first game to break the mold for game of the years. Um, it was. I mean, it's a Souls like. It, it is a very skill based game. You can't button mash your way through it. You there is no from what I understand, because I never played it. Uh, because I, I cannot parry to save my life in any game. <laughs> um, and from what I understand and what I've seen of people playing that game, parrying is a very it's necessary to get through the game to be able to parry. That broke the mold. Now, let's be clear. If you go back and look, Dark Souls 2 was considered. It just so happened to go up against, I believe, The Witcher 3. You had Dark Souls 3 went up against, uh, like, these games have always been recommended or have been nominated. But then again, these games also were day one on console. This game is a PC first, console port next game. and. I think that's going to be a hindrance. Now, maybe this will be the game to break the mold, though. Maybe this will be that game. Because Divinity didn't win the game of the year, Divinity 1 and 2. And those games, and that's why I asked um, before we went live, if you or maybe while we were live, if you've played those games, because those are like the, the precursors to what Baldur's Gate 3 is. Like, if you want to go play right now, because um, uh, Divinity Original Sin, Divinity 2 is on Nintendo Switch, and I believe it's on console. I have it on the Switch and on PC. But you can, those games are the closest things out right now to Baldur's Gate 3. Right. It, when I hear people going and playing Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, I'm like, no, don't do that. Not, not because you shouldn't experience them, because the stories are great, but the combat is very difficult, and the games are nothing like what this game is now. Um, but back to the point, I ramble and I apologize. I'm trying to rein it back in. I think this will be the game that if this year wasn't so packed, this would be the game to push through and open up turn-based RPGs and classic RPGs to be on the main stage of the award I, show that matters. I, mean, I can see it now. Look, look, the, the finalists, Spider-Man 2. Might take Starfield. it. Spider Man Two might take it. Baldur's Gate. I mean Hogwarts. You got to put our, a, Hogwarts. Yeah, I mean it's the sales alone. The sales alone. <laughs> it has to be there. Yeah. What do they usually nominate? Like five? Is it like yeah? Uh, yeah. And what what would be the next one? Because I personally, I think Remnant Two should be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because I really enjoyed the game and I reviewed it at lv1gaming.com but <laughs> right uh, but for that because because that game released a triple a quality experience which it, in my i know some people say it's double a it's triple a game for a double a price the game launched at 49.99 it launched on pc and consoles uh cross play is not available yet if i'm not mistaken it it was a complete game there's no DLCs, there's no battle pass, and there's so much lore, content everywhere, replayability is off the charts, and it was 50 bucks. Like, so, it, and then it did numbers. So not only because I had fun with it, a lot of other people have fun with it. Think about that. Like, let's say that fifth spot, right? I'm skipping out so many games. The remakes of the year, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, yeah, remake of Resident Evil. There's going to be a remake. I bet, I bet there's going to be one remake up there. 
I think just, it'll be Dead Space. Thank you. Thank you. We just talked about <laughs> Resident Evil versus Dead Space Remake. Which one was better a couple of podcasts ago? Uh, okay, I'm not going to say it's better. I just I th- think it, it'll be a, a, a refreshing take. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my, uh, what is it, uh, my WWE hat on. Like, what would be the better story to tell? I think Dead Space coming in, not winning, but being nominated no. would create no, a lot we, of we, We've actually speculated around that, too, that it's one, a remake, someone, which we don't know which one is going to be nominated, but has very f- slim to none chances of winning. Resident Evil is probably going to be that remake that's on a, that's on a stage. <laughs> that would be so, that's the easy that's pick, the, right? That is such the easy pick. It is the easy pick. That is such the easy pick. Hey, and that's why Vegas stays winning. We're going with the easy pick. We're going, We're going with, with the, the easy, easy pick. pick. You gotta hit those layups. What's you gotta the over, hit those layups. What's the over under? <laughs> hey, no, but hey, oh, that is a good question. So, what what is everybody's top like five games for game of the year nominations? Well, I, okay, so so so, Baron, we did an episode early in the year and said, okay, what's the f- your top five picks for the first half of the year. Okay. And then we're going to do like, come back to this question at the second half of the year. Okay. And, and you know, for me, at least one of the ones that I said, you know, this game's going to be awesome. It has to be awesome. And now it's pushed out was the suicide squad. I, to me, to me, that was one that, you know, I have really high hopes for. It comes from a great studio. I'm I've yet to see now what happens with it. Or Spider-Man. To me, those were like my top two that I'd say were like going to be in the running. At the time, I had no idea about Baldur's Gate 3. But now, since we're talking about the hype around this, everything that's that's been leading up to the physical release for PC and now for me for console is just like, dude, there's something about this game. I I just really hope it kicks down some doors. And and I I'm actually really glad that this is a lot of people's big entry into the genre, because CRPGs, party RPGs, um, tactical strategy RPGs, uh, turn based, grid like there's there's a whole bunch of different RPGs. Um, but what makes me happy about this is um, it's getting a lot of commercial success. And and, right. and and the story, and the character designs, and the voice acting, and the dialogue seems to be tricking people into buying and playing it, which is amazing. Because a lot of like th- this is not like people when you look at the look at think about everything you've seen online. It's all been dialogue. It's all been um, like you might people talking see to people. animals. People doing are, are doing other things with you know, and then you see explosions, um, and you see cutscenes. They are you don't see check out this awesome gameplay, and then you see people like you see somebody clicking, and you don't see that, but that's what it is. <laughs> and I, I think they're gonna trick so many people, and it's so awesome, and I'm so happy. I didn't, I didn't realize that the gameplay was going to be what it was till I started seeing like some short videos i was like oh it's a mm-hmm. D <laughs> because of all the the cut scenes and whatever i was like man this must be a good action game well, yep yep they definitely yeah, sell yeah. it like that they got me yeah see and he already spent right. the money it's, so he's it's in. not yeah it's it's turn-based it's not diablo and then i thought it was gonna be a diablo like game honestly and i just love that each time you get into combat Excuse me. It rolls for initiative. So you'll have characters like one character will be at your be at the front of the list and then the rest of your party will be at the end. So you're like getting murderized until it gets to your party's turn. And then it just it creates for some awesome scenarios. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely excited to play it. I mean, I was excited already, but, you know, just as you talk to talk about it uh, even more, I can't wait to. See what kind of disasters our group is going to end up in. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm down for whatever, just not with a bard or a bear. <laughs> Druid for life. So what? Char- hey, actually, what characters are you guys creating? Barbarian for me. Ooh, Ma- mm. I try to match my characters to the me in real life. 
<laughs> oh really? <laughs> all right, so hey, so funny, hey, hey, so funny story on that. So the first time I ever played 2K, I'm like, all right, no, don't know what it is. Okay, virtual player, whatever. I made my players like me, five nine. You know, I can shoot, play a little defense, whatever. So you know, my brother, them, hey man, you know, come meet us in the park. You know, mind you, nobody's over six two. So I roll up in the park. Everybody's six eight, six seven, and seven two. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> like, what we got going on here? They're like, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's virtual. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go back and make this Kobe Bryant build six six. Yeah, I come with my face scared. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. They was like, yo, who's who's this little dude? I'm like, it's me. What you mean? You know, like, but that's funny. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, man, uh, I did a. What uh, I don't know any of the characters, but on Diablo Four I did a druid, and then I did a barbarian. You know, I like Ooh. to get into meat and potatoes. You know, mm, you little axe. <laughs> be be a know. fighter. Yeah. Be a fighter. Uh, is there a cleric? Yeah, or a paladin? I'll probably want. Yeah, those. both. Yeah, there's both. Yeah, and then you could dual class. Like you could dual special. Hey, we're all gonna be melee guys. We're all gonna be like. You'll have spells. <laughs> And then, uh, Vance, if you go, if I believe at some point you can take like a magical path, if you go with fighter and then a barbarian can get spells too. every, I think all you guys will get cantrips at some point and for sure by like level five. Wow. I'm really D and D and out today. Wait, 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 wait. There's something in the, in the chat window. I'm on challenge. Somebody said that you can pick a class Zelda. Is that right? Zelda I don't know right. No, 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 no. <laughs> now he said, uh, he said, um, Zelda is his game of the year, and I was gonna bring up a Zelda. Oh, I'm not going TikTok. Oh yeah, all I, oh, I can't believe we forgot like, Breath of the, uh, like, Tears of the right. Kingdom. Right. right, I'm like, that's all I see on TikTok is like <laughs> Tears of Kingdom. I'm like, man, like I'm about to go run out and get this Zelda game. Like that's all I see everybody playing. I haven't bought <laughs> it because I just I have too many other games to play. I, I have right. too many. Like if I buy that, think about this. Within a month, within a month, Starfield, Armored Core 6, Baldur's Gate 3, Remnant 2. We haven't even gotten to, like, that 30-day window, right? We haven't even gotten to um, Spider-Man. We haven't even gotten to um, all the October titles. And we got another Call of Duty coming. It's ridiculous. The fact yeah. that I forgot about Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> like right. I, no, it wasn't a snub. I just, honest to God, forgot that that game came out this year as well. Yeah, this year is. I would. Oh my God, I'm shocked. A lot of games haven't just delayed to next year. To be yeah, honest with June, you, June, June. There was like so many really good games that dropped in in the month of June. I mean, it, mm-hmm. the the year started off good, but it was kind of slow, and then June, bam. It was like there's like all these good titles out there. What am I going to pick, right? And and the, now we've kind of hit a little bit of a spot where you know it's the it's the calm before the storm. <laughs> you you get to September, you get October, you got a, some really good titles coming out there. Yeah, because September you got Baldur's Gate, you got uh, NBA 2K24, NBA 2K, you got Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat One, Mortal Kombat, uh, right? Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Street Fighter. Oh, oh I forgot Street Fighter. We haven't talked yeah. FGC at yeah. all, dude. You got Immortals of Avium tomorrow. Like, come on! It's a, a it's abundance of riches, right? <laughs> it's insane. This yeah. is and honestly it, in- this is cut in this controversy online about everybody can't live up to uh Larian Studios uh, uh 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 new benchmark and then we just name we're naming off all these great games. I'm like, what are we talking about? Well it's been a great <laughs> year, man. It's it, it, there's 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 so much good content. Star Wars. Yeah. I don't oh yeah, I I'm gonna be honest. I hope, and me saying this, I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like we won't get another year like this for like a decade or two. Like this, this has been, this has been a year. If we would have stopped at June and got no other titles, that was still a good year of gaming. I agree. I agree with what you just said. And you know what? It actually starts to feel 
like we're finally hitting the stride where the next generation of gaming has started yep. to arrive. Like this is the first year. Like yes, this is the official really. starting point. Really, because before you still had all these games that were like dual releasing prior consoles plus this console. And now it's like, let's hit the new consoles. Like let's get the best that we can out there. And it's it is starting to feel like the beginning of that next gen. Yeah. 100%. I mean, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the pandemic causing you know think projects should be pushed back and stuff. You know, it all just everything just kind of came together this year. It's crazy. It, it, I can't. I'm I'm really trying to think about. Okay, you have so, and then this isn't even us tapping into the PC only market. Like we're not mm-hmm. even. We're talking consoles. Oh, no. No, no. We're talking consoles for sure. We're talking consoles. It's This has been wild. And I there is not enough time in the day. And Okay. We got Sea of Stars coming up. We have... uh, We just had Texas Chainsaw Massacre come out. Mm -hmm. That is fun. I played a bit of it. I, I think it's a... On that whole like uh, survivor killer game, like Dead by Daylight, it yeah. adds a whole new twist because you're going against three people. So it's it's four survivors or four victims versus three family members, um, always including Leatherface, and it's a whole different mechanic and it adds a different feel to it. And it, it's 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 really fun. Like there's so many games. I I truly believe this is one of the best years in gaming. Like it, it's got to go up there. It has to like one of the top five easy. Every genre, no genre yeah. has been like left out this this year. Yeah, because right? even uh even um two K this is the first year for next gen cross platform. So uh you know PlayStation Five and uh Series S and X can uh, play each other now. Dude, we even got like a brand new Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy title, and those take a generation to come out. We just got one. Oh, right. I forgot so, about Final Fantasy sixteen. Right, I, so, I didn't even mention that one either. So, so you got like <laughs> a, a you he, here's the thing: you got like so many good games, and you know, I know the conversations around Baldur's Gate three, but yeah, you yeah, got, yeah, but you've got games that are. Uh, console exclusives all spread out that are like just legit good games that could be game of the year contenders whether they'll make it to the to the round to the, the to the party is remain to be seen but there's good stuff out there all throughout and i have a question for you yes somebody in our community and he's a he's a really good listener he never listens to us live but you know he catches all the podcast. And recently, I thought maybe I'd get your thoughts on this. And you meant since you mentioned the Logitech G Cloud. Mm-hmm. He's he's been asking, like, yo, yo, hi, mate. I've been considering getting the ROG Ally. What's your thoughts? And I'm and now and now you you mentioned the the the, the G Cloud. So I'm like, oh okay. I'll, ask, I'll, I'll get your opinion. Um from what I've from talking to uh, Keith over at the Outer Haven, which you guys should definitely have on. He's a very solid dude in the community. Uh, much love to Keith. Uh, I'll make sure to introduce you guys. But he brought up a point that the SSDs, not the SSDs, I'm sorry, the micro SDs, the memory cards for the ROG allies have been getting burned. Like they've been overheating because I guess they put like where the heat source is, um, it's right next to where the memory cards go so that people's memory cards have been getting fried. Um, and it's something they kind of knew what was happening. And I don't know if they've released a new model since then. So for a price tag of that much, if you're choosing, like, I've also seen a lot of people yes. who love it. Like, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot of people who haven't said anything about that, but knowing that that is a strong possibility knowing that yeah micro sds can be cheap but just the idea of if you have everything on there already like that would suck for it to be melted or to be rendered useless on this $600 product that you just bought so in my opinion the more safer bet within the same price range would be the steam deck um now i bought the cloud the g cloud because i don't mind streaming 
I have a, I have really good internet and I'm rarely away from my house or rarely away from anywhere with very good internet. So that's what I always tell people. It is a very expensive toy because I think it was around 350. I think you can get them for like 300 bucks now. Yep. That's about um, right. Yeah. And um, that that's an expensive streaming device, but I got tired of playing on my phone screen because it's not it. I didn't realize how small my phone screen was until I got my hands on my G cloud. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I've been trying <laughs> right. to play RPGs on my phone because I do wow. a lot of I do a lot of because, you know, I got kids mm-hmm. and I'm trying to make sure to be around my family and be a family man. So we're all sitting around there watching their favorite show. I got my game up and it's a, it's been a lot easier with my G cloud. But if you're looking for something where it's online, offline, if I was going to spend the money right now, I would feel more comfortable buying the Steam Deck only because that micro SD issue. So everything that you've kind of said, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you knew this, but. Vance and Tony, they're like big Steam Deck proponents. Oh, okay. Like huge. Oh, they, yeah. They've called them the console killer. <laughs> yeah. I call it the backlog killer. Anything <laughs> anything that I can pick up and play my whole library. I've actually played so much Baldur's Gate. I, I want to be honest. I think I've played to date. I've probably played more Baldur's Gate on my G Cloud than I have at my actual PC. Because once I'm here... I'm kind of away from everybody else. So, mm-hmm. you know, running reruns of whatever show I'll sit in with the family and then I got my G cloud. But um, see, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know you guys were Steam Deck fanatics. Oh, yeah. I'm, I was scared of it because people were like, it's not the most plug and play thing out there. Right. Sometimes right. you got to tweak. And I'm not I'm not that guy. I'm very vanilla with all my gaming. Like I think I've installed mods like three times in my life. Right. Yeah. See, yeah. And 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 it's funny because and Tony tell you like the only like I'm I'm just like you like I'm not really a mod you know f- proficient guy would have like that but uh, I did put mods on there for uh, like um you know Mario Kart Double Dash and stuff like that. Oh, Gotta okay. have it. You know what I'm saying? Got Gotta it. have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but uh but but yeah I mean it's it's definitely um. But it is friendly now because of, you know, you got YouTube, you got a whole lot of people doing it, but it is like, you know, like user friendly as far as like, you know, as long as you can follow directions, it's good with like that. But I've only modded one time. Everything else is off of, you know, the Steam Deck library. Right. I'm horrible it's at following directions. I'm totally with you, Barrett. Uh, it, it is a uh, backlog killer for sure. I like, oh, I've played so many games that I would never get around to playing, right? Just because. There's always, especially this year, there's so many big titles out. I'm like, like okay. Uh, Super side note, go if you guys like RPGs and you like deck builders at all, go play Slay the Spire and mm-hmm. Inscription. Please, 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 please go play those games. I'm super late to the Slay the Spire party. Yeah. I have honestly, I think in the last two nights because we were dealing with the storm and um or with the hurricane, tropical storm, whatever it was called, and power going out and whatnot. But I've been playing Slay the Spire more than anything else in the last, like, three yeah. nights, and I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm hooked. But yes, <laughs> I, know. Uh, I think it is available on the uh, PlayStation uh, subscription service, uh, the Extra. So I don't know, but it's, it's, it's uh, 10 bucks in the Google Play Store, so... Yeah. Slay the Spire? Yeah. Oh, it's worth it. Honestly, if you're looking for something quick to play, and then it's got touchscreen capability as well. Um, it man, I'm hooked. (laughs) Hooked. I've gotten to the third area. Um, and then inscription is easily one of the greatest games I've ever played. It's a roguelike with with cards, basically, right? Card with with the card builder. Um and then uh, inscription is terrifying because there's so much that goes on throughout the game yeah. that I was completely thrown off. One too. Wait, wait, wait! Is this the one where you're trying to get the squirrel or something like that to yes. win? Okay, yeah, where you're playing cards against like this entity thing? Yeah, yeah. 
easily it, one of the it, creepiest. It had mad hype reviews last year, I think. Easily one of the greatest games. I've okay, ever okay. Now I know which one we're talking about. I yeah. do want to put play that one actually. It's on. It's on PlayStation Plus. That's where I played it. So I okay. bought the collector's edition from. Uh, I think it was like limited run because it has such a dope physical box. Um, I was like, oh, I, I need that. Like, I, I, I'm a weird collector of uh, Switch games because Switch games hold extreme value. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo games, period, honestly. They hold value Nintendo, like crazy. They never come down in price. Never. And I, I there's certain games I would hate to, like, if I thought about getting it, I usually buy it because I would rather have it and like maybe four years later, like, oh, I've always wanted to play that. And it's like, oh, it's right there versus like, oh, let me go and try and buy it. And then it, it costs the same price digitally. And then physically, it's now like $200. Like, that's that's what buy. happens with with Nintendo games. Like, I, I'm glad I got a hold of uh, like, uh, what was it? Pokemon Black. Um, I got a hold on the 3DS. Um, I got a hold of... Um, can't believe I'm blanking on the name. I'm such a horrible gamer. Time traveling frog, dude with the red hair. Um. <laughs> oh, I know uh, Chrono Cross. Thank you, uh, Chrono Trigger. Co- Chrono Trigger. That's Chrono it. Trigger. Um, what else? But like these games cost a small fortune. If you try to go like Pokemon games, legit ones, because I didn't know people out there selling bootlegs. They they will cost like anywhere from 50, 60 bucks for like a 3DS, maybe even more sometimes, depending on which one. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the guy at a GameStop told me is that a two that hold their values, anything Mario, anything Pokemon, like they yeah. actually cost more than what the original drop price was. Yeah. Yep. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Right. I uh, actually found a, uh, a Nintendo 3DS in like a uh drawer the other day a pink one and blonde to my daughter she probably nice. hasn't played with that thing in like you know seven or eight years it turned on and nice, yeah, nice. <laughs> right so yeah i love those things um baron how yes. excited are you for starfield if i told you the amount of emails I've sent out to publishers and PR companies and like just to try to get a, a review copy for the site. I, I don't know if you guys have seen online. A lot of people are trying very, very I've I've dug deep into my Rolodex to get a review copy and I have <laughs> I have not. I still haven't got it. Okay. Hey, um, usually, usually in the film industry, when there's like a review embargo, it means it's not a good movie. I'm, that's why I said film industry. I'm not, I don't know. No, 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 no. Crazy, crazy enough, right? Crazy enough. When it comes to the game industry, what we've seen in the past, review embargoes the day before launch have usually not panned out very well. But for this game, right? So let I haven't seen anything. I have I don't know anything other than what's been put on the internet. If it is simply Skyrim in space, it's a win. <laughs> That's all you need. If if at bare, <laughs> mi- I mean bare minimum, bare minimum. If it is a reskinned Skyrim in <laughs> space, we have a victory. Um, because I know people who are still playing Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I've never, I haven't installed any mods on Skyrim, so I haven't even fully experienced what the world has created around that game. So, but when it comes to the Starfield, right? When I found out, I don't know, like if, like you guys can go and see my live reaction during the showcase. When I, I was joking, I was like, "Man, it'd be oh, only thing that'd make this game perfect is if you could board ships." And you can board ships. I lost it. I was like, what? <laughs> you telling me if I see a ship in space, 
I could board that ship, cause mayhem, and take it. I could be a full-on pirate. I can... I, I have a lot of time in No Man's Sky. I have a lot... Of, so, No Man's Sky, Starbound, these are all procedurally generated open-world connected universe space games. I have... I got a big... Almost cussed. I have a big telescope. Um, I don't know if it's a Celestron. I don't know which one it is, but I, I am just a nerd for looking up. And I still get super giddy when I hop into my ship on No Man's Sky and break through the at the clouds, then the atmosphere, and then you're in space. Like that has yet to get old. And I've been playing that game. I bought a PS4 because just to play No Man's Sky. I am a fan. <laughs> and space. See, Space, <laughs> space is it's just the final frontier. And I, I was just going to say that, <laughs> and to give me the capability to to live that out while having fun RPG mechanics on top of that, come on, sign me up! Like I, sign me up! I it's, and then it's who's making it. Like I'm excited for um, Outlaws for the Star Wars Outlaw. That's what it's called, right? Um, I'm I'm excited for that because that just looks bad. That they're starting to get more and more grounded with the Star Wars games, and I am getting more and more excited. I'm just waiting for a legit Star Wars battle, uh, like boots on the ground war movie. But that's beside the point. Back to back to Star uh, Starfield. My only negative thoughts is that I will be at PAX West during the early access period. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how to be normal and do my job as media at PAX West while like knowing that there's going to be the whole uh, large portion of the world, gaming world, at least playing the game that I've been waiting on for a very long time and trying to like contain myself. I've been trying not to ride the hype train too much, but it's getting, it's getting more difficult and it start, I'm starting to crack. Um, I bought the Constellation Edition, the watch and all that. Um, I um, I have the controller um, that I'll never open. Uh, I, I, I bought the game, the, like I said, the Constellation, even though I, I know it's coming to Game Pass and I've been a Game Pass Ultimate since they announced it. So I didn't even have to, but I just know I want it. Um, and when they come out with a physical edition, I'm going to buy that too because it's going to happen. Um, it's gonna. They're gonna. They're definitely gonna put it on disc. Oh, it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna buy it. Hey, so you know, funny. Not to cut you off, Barry, but it was a guy. I was at GameStop, and he bought everything Diablo Four. When I say everything, he got the Xbox console edition. He got the controller. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go use this controller for Diablo Four. Was this guy's name Vance? It was not Vance. It was not Vance. Huh? He bought like four extra controllers outside of the controller that came with the game. He got t-shirts. He got like a little uh little mouse thing that he had. I'm like, this dude got like he's like, I've been waiting like six months for this. And I was like, yeah. Hey, hey, I was in tears, man. That man walked in like everything you got there. I was at a pencil. Let me get it. <laughs> Give me the shirt, yo. Give me the shirt. Oh, and I, I'm trying to control myself because it's just so much going on. Like, I'm going to spend money at PAX West. I know I am. I'm just run up the credit card and I'm going to just apologize to the family now. But God, like, how do how am I supposed to act normal knowing that the game of the decade like, people need to realize Skyrim came out 11 11 11 people are that is always one of the top 20 selling games day in day out since it launched people will still play people will still be playing Skyrim once Starfield comes out so to to think that the company that the the team that made that game that's lasted well over 10 years 
has created a new engine, brought us to space. So it's more than one planet. And then we've seen, if we see No Man's Sky do actual full-size planets, like where it takes you a whole, like, three days to go across the planet in real time. What are we getting ready to experience? Like, I'm trying my damnedest to be normal. And it's so difficult. And I'm ready to never complete the main story. I, it took me it it took me buying Skyrim four times to finally beat the main story. I bought it so no five because I originally bought it on the PlayStation Three. But if you guys remember, or if you didn't know, PlayStation Three had a big issue with the DLCs for yep. uh, Skyrim to the point to where it was almost like a year later, six months to a year later until they finally were able to work. So I ended up having to trade in my uh, PS3 version and went and rebought it for this uh, 360, played it there. Then I bought it for the Xbox One. Then I bought it on PC. Then I, of course, paid for Game Pass. Then I finally, and then I believe I bought the edition. Didn't they come out with another edition recently? For yeah, I think uh, so. yeah, the yeah, Series X. I, I think I bought that one, but then where I finally beat it in the weirdest place ever, and I had to force myself to do no side content, was on the Nintendo Switch. That is where I completed the game <laughs> on Nintendo Switch, probably at work, um, like with no side content. Like I didn't become the head of the Majors Guild, and. All- <clears throat> I'm trying to be normal, guys. I'm trying really. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Really Gamers normal. aren't normal, man. You. <laughs> like, oh man, this is like this is. I feel so bad for the PR people because I know I'm bugging them, so I can only imagine what else they're getting. Like, uh, I'm sorry to all those folks because I just I want to play this game, and then knowing that there's people out there who are adjacent to us. Like, it's not like, oh, IGN has it. Like, no, it's people who we can reach out to right now and DM, Mm -hmm. and they'll respond. They have the game, and I don't. And it's it's like, it's hurting. Uh, FOMO to the highest order. I'm like, Um, how? You should have sent a picture in from the showcase. It said, this is me. How do I not have this, this, this cold? But see, I don't want to. I've thought about that, but I don't want to be that guy. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but I am that guy on the inside. Like in my heart, I'm angry. Like I, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to keep it together, guys. Like I'm working really, really hard at being normal, and I'm like having a hard time going to sleep. My phone's moving slower because I'm constantly refreshing it, checking emails. Because the I, I called off work tomorrow just in case I get an email. Um, like. I'm not normal right now. It's not okay. I am not all right. Um, help me. Um, help me by getting me a code, Bethesda, <laughs> Xbox. I need yeah. this. Phil Spencer, um, you owe me one. So before we get off, uh, tell us, Tell our audience we have a lot of people here probably not familiar with you, uh, and your and your uh, and your company. Uh, yeah, let's hear, so, let's hear about it. Tell us about. All right, so LV One Gaming. I am the communications director of LV One Gaming. Uh, we are a gaming website that focuses on news, reviews, and everything in between. Um, which means everything. Um, so. We have been around for, I want to say, about three or four years now. And um, like I said, we podcast uh, for we are, our flagship show is Double XP, 2XP podcast. And it's on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and we definitely interview folks and have publishers on, developers and all type of other stuff. But 
if you go on our website, lv1gaming.com, you can find everything from opinion pieces to press press coverage to reviews. Like I said, we really do cover as much as possible. Um, one of our writers, shout out to Daryl, he's really into like obscure horror games. So you'll see a lot of coverage for very weird, very deep dive horror games that you probably have never heard about. Um and I've even got a couple of articles about my backlog journey. I need to get back on that. I, I do a lot of journaling for the world to see um, on the site. It's kind of fun having your own website because you can kind of do what you want. So I'll just write what I want. Um, and uh, But yeah, so a lot of gaming, a lot of content. we got a Patreon and we have memberships on YouTube. Um, we do have a Twitch. We do have a kick, but we're we're never live there. So just putting putting it out there but yes you can find us at youtube.com forward slash lv1 gaming two zero and then you can find us at patreon.com forward slash lv1 gaming and uh twitter twitter.com forward slash lv1 gaming and then for me personally if you want to see my chaotic goodness um it is everything baron j67 anywhere i want you to find me baron j67 awesome well thanks for sharing all that and and thanks for coming on the show (laughs) and and um you know you great energy as always we really love having you on we need to have you on more but i know you have a busy schedule hit me up <laughs> right, he's but, busy uh, trying to get codes and stuff. Yeah, you know, trying to get codes. Yo, we can do this next year again, right? <laughs> oh, no, we gotta do it sooner than that. No, we gotta do it sooner than that. And then we gotta make sure to have you guys. We'll have you guys come on our show as well. If you guys are free on Wednesday night, we'll have you guys on. Oh yeah. I mean, yep. And I also dropped the. I dropped the website in the comments, and I also dropped uh, the Discord in the comments for uh, LV1 Gaming. And, uh, Appreciate you. Go to Game Radio. Give sir all that's in the comments. Y'all check yeah. it out. Check it out. All right. Yeah, and to the audience, thanks for joining us here tonight uh, with Baron from Level 1 Gaming, talking Baldur's Gate and all kinds of other uh, amazing games. Uh, looking forward to Starfield dropping uh, also in a couple weeks. Uh we got to hear uh, the excitement level behind that from Baron. Uh, appreciate uh, uh, all that. And uh, again, uh, if you're not a part of our Discord, join our Discord. There should be a link in the show description. Uh, jump in there. We're having discussions, tournaments, stuff like that, uh, that uh, we're always uh, trying to put together or be a part of. Uh, so be sure to check that out. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us here on Good to Game Radio. We'll check you guys uh, out later. Thanks. Thanks, yo. Bye. Bye.